Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Talk Radio Don Sendlin Show. Kevin O'Dowd, Anthony Mazzarelli sitting in. We're excited to be here. Uh, it's a it's a great conversation and want to keep it going. And you know, it's still we have to talk about New Hampshire, don't we, Kevin? Like it's we can't, jumping off. We can talk about the fourteenth Amendment. We can talk about polling, but none of it matters without New Hampshire. New Hampshire. It's, imagine New Hampshire. But I tell you, it's interesting when I look through the glass, right, and I can see Jim. I automatically think of Rich Limbaugh, right, and. Of course, you have, uh, you know, Anthony DiRenzo said, hey, you know, there's a clip right on point here about polls from Rush Limbaugh. Let's hear. You have one more thing. We're getting close now to the period of time where the pollsters are going to have to start showing the, the race as it is. Now, I'm of the opinion they're not yet. I'm of the opinion that they're still using their polls to make news, to shape public opinion rather than reflect it. But as we get closer to the election, we're not there yet, by the way, but as we get closer to the election, all of these polling companies are going to want to be right when it's all over. And so the polls that we get a week prior, the last polls before the election from all of these different outfits, probably will be closer to what they really think is going to happen. And because they have their reputations to predict, uh, protect after the election is over. Of course, they may not care about that anymore. It's such a one-sided thing. Nothing's going to happen to them if they blow. I didn't always agree with Rush. I feel like that is my exact opinion. on. Yeah. So, uh, in other words, they're in up until the election, they're trying to make news. And as they get closer to the election, they're trying to get it right. Even though they didn't get it right the last couple times for all the reasons we talked about. Yeah. Uh, Now, was that Rush Limbaugh or was that Jim? (laughs) <laughs> because we know his Rush Limbaugh is on the... Can we get a little bit of Rush Limbaugh? Dead on. Uh, well, here's a problem, my friends, and I am <laughs> going to tell you this, and if you haven't heard it yet, then you probably don't know, but next year, my friends, Taylor Swift has decided to side with the Democrats and cancel <laughs> Christmas. There, there you go. Now, do not doubt me on this, my friends. It's going to happen. Now, if Donald Trump is elected, 
Taylor Swift will sit there with the Democrats and decide that Christmas should be canceled. He does it. And anybody caught with a Christmas (laughs) gift, my friends, will be shot on sight. It will happen. Now, I want to tell you this. You should buy my book, by the way. I'm right, you're wrong, deal with it. <laughs> well, That's now good. listen, how's your how's your Don Stensland? Uh, I don't do a Don Stensland. I do, <laughs> what I about do. your Zioli? You got a Zioli? Zioli? I haven't done a Zioli. Zioli gives me nothing to go by, but sometimes... Whoa, 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 hey, it's whoa. Rich. He, Zioli. There's That's nothing, there's nothing Wait, to really does, go by. What do you mean there's nothing to go by? I, I don't know. I, I mean, when I hear somebody talk, there's something that I just pick up. Like, there was a time when I started imitating Mark Levin. I noticed during a time he sounded like he was auditioning to take over for Rush. And I picked up on it. And he's like, how are my friends Mark Levin? Now, let me just say this. Now, I don't know if you saw this or not, but that Taylor (laughs) Swift. And you heard Rush talk about it. Okay? Whoa. She is going to outlaw Christmas. (laughs) That's right. I said it. All right. Let's go to the phones right now. What about Dr. Fauci? What about Dr. Fauci? He's got a Fauci? I don't have a Fauci. Well, what do you think about Dr. Fauci, Mr. Levin? Dr. Fauci's an idiot. Okay? (laughs) He's an idiot. That's right. I said it. I get off the phone, you dope. I got to tell you, Jim, I... As good as your rush is, yeah. I think your Levin's better. Yeah, we, I think, we need to I get think my Levin's a lot better because it's one that I've started to work on. Yes. Rush, I just kind of... There needs to be a, a Zioli. Gotta be. We I, gotta get Zioli to bring Jim on when he fills in for Levin and to just have totally. Jim for well, a whole I, segment. I, Don't even say there's a fill I told Rich Jim one time, it. I said, you know, if you ever get a chance and you talk to Mark, tell him that there's somebody here who does his voice. <laughs> and you, got a, you got a Dom G in you? Oh, well, let me see. When I do a Dom J... Oh, look, he's standing oh, up. He's, see, got he's, he's, he's got it. He's got it. That, that, that means, yeah. When you do a Dom Giordano, okay, <laughs> and one of the things I've known, because I've worked with Dom for over 20 years, you got to get the hand motions going. Dom time. Hey, everybody. Dom Giordano. <laughs> welcome in. Now, let me tell you what's going to happen here. If you notice, as I do, 855-839-1210, the buffoonery going on around this, the brouhaha around this, I don't get it. You got to get the hand motions it's good. going. Whoever, right, play, so- whoever plays Dom in a movie has to come and see me because you get the hand motions going because he really, <laughs> when he gets going on something, and I just noticed this when I ran the board for him a couple weeks ago, he really got his hand going. Now tell me, Larry Krasner, <laughs> this guy needs to go. All right, so next time we fill in, we want to hear a, a KO and a Zioli. That's what I, I think. A KO and a Zioli though, needs to... The problem is, though, Nick gives me nothing to go by. Zioli gives what is me that, nothing What to does go that by. mean, it nothing means to go that by? I don't understand There's that. nothing distinctive yeah, they're not about as, uh... their voices. There's sometimes when I listen to somebody, I could pick something up. Like when I worked for WOGL, and I used to run the Bob Pantano dance party, and one night I'm just sitting there, and I'm like, Wow, it just sounds like he's just doing a plug for every club gig that he's doing. And he's just mentioning this, and I started doing the voice. All right, well, how about this? The last one. Let me hear it. Give it crystal clear, because I know you got it. Give me your Kevin O'Dowd. Again, I've really never listened (laughs) to Kevin O'Dowd. (laughs) You're better than that. I never really listened to Kevin yet. What do you mean? Yeah. yeah. All right, so let's talk about (laughs) Thank you, Jim. It's great to hear you. Uh, impressionist extraordinaire. Um, all right, so, Kevin, let's talk about New Hampshire. Let's do it. Let's dial in. The yes. first primary. Not the first caucus, but the first right, primary technically state the first primary. in the Republican side. Right. 
Because Democrats are having their challenges with New Hampshire. Sure, they, they absolutely, and that's going to have an impact on what may have an impact on what happens there. But what's your thoughts about New Hampshire? There's some new polling out, and you know Haley's gaining some ground, and you know where she's drawing it from, what's happening, and what do you think? Because it's because the setup in New Hampshire is independent voters can vote, right? Yeah, it, that's what you don't have re- to be that's, registered. That's what's really unusual. That's exactly right. So you can't be registered with the other party and then cross over, but you can be registered as an independent and then show up on primary day and decide which party you want to jump in on. And so that's a very unusual thing. And it's it's not like an academic thing. In 2008, last time there was a contested primary in New Hampshire, 37 percent of the electorate was independent. 2012, 47. 2016, 42 percent so it's meaningful that independence independence will decide who wins the republican primary in new hampshire and it's kind of counterintuitive because of the numbers because of the numbers and there's also democrats because there was no democratic primary up until very recently who switched over who de-identified as a democrat became an independent for purposes of voting in the republican primary and that doesn't show up anywhere in the polls so we talk about distrust of polls and inaccuracy of polls. Mm-hmm. Where do the independents break? And they're going to determine the election in New Hampshire and the primary side. And where do these Democrats, five or 6,000 of them, who de-identified, got to the place where they're independent, but they're going to show up, presumably, and vote against Trump. So where does that play out in the New Hampshire primary and, and will June, they, January 23rd? And is their goal, if their goal is to beat Trump, are they just going to go to whoever's winning in the polls going in to that day yeah i'm guessing that the democrats are going to come in and they're either going to try to ride behind christie or haley right if the race they're not going to do Ramaswamy. sloppy chris christie they're they're coming they're coming in with christie they're coming in with haley because that's where independence if you look at the independent crowd in new hampshire people don't talk about this where they're polling haley and christie are both above 30 percent with independence really how I don't get it because they're because they're people who don't who have the ability to vote. Trump is twelve percent with independents, so the crowd that could have forty some odd percent of the votes in the New Hampshire Republican primary. Let's just pick a a median number: forty percent, forty percent independents. Trump is polling twelve percent with them. No one's talking about, and not even including the Democrats that have crossed over. That are nowhere in this. Well, nobody. I think the voter bases are changing dramatically ever since 2016. With what we brought up with Bernie, with Trump, with the, I think there are a lot of people who never voted that are now voting. The younger voter bases that are now very much energized and kind of manipulated ever since Roe got overturned. I really think all of those dynamics are totally. And myself, I've been an independent. I've been a Republican. I've been a Democrat, and I continue to move around as much as I want to because I want to have an impact on each party well, and try that, to get better candidates. Then how's that going to break in New Hampshire? In the Republican yeah. primary in New Hampshire, if there's, you know, Kevin's talking about five or, you know, a bunch of new voters coming in, that I guess they got to decide. So really, you know, if those numbers hold like that and he's polling so low, you're going to end up with Haley or Christie up in those big, with a high number. Well, yeah. you're also, you're discounting Iowa, which happens before. And so the winner, the whoever places second, say Trump wins it and DeSantis is second, that will possibly change new hampshire too so because he'll have a little bit of momentum maybe some of the media maybe he'll be out there saying that he's the real number two oh so you think if, De- if DeSantis so you beats 
If he comes in second. Um, if he comes in, in second, oh. you think that uh, these numbers that are climbing for Christie and for Haley will shift to DeSantis? It's possible. It's going to be another factor, right? So yeah. you just don't know how, how big. And, you know, the Democrats that are switching to vote in the uh, Republican primary, I'm not sure who they would be. Are you know, looking it's, at I the can polls. tell you, without having met any of them, I can tell you they're coming to vote against Trump. Well, yeah. right? You, There's no question. They think There's Trump, no question. But if they think Trump will be beaten... Why would they do that? Because well, they, they yeah. want to add to that. They don't know. They want to join. They want to be well, the independent why. brethren. But the national, jump in. But the national polling showing that the other candidates beat Biden. So are they going to work against? I mean, it seems to me to be a little bit of a weird thing, you know. That and New would, Hampshire is just is far different than Iowa. I mean, Iowa is a far more conservative state. If you look at for the support for an outright ban on abortion in Iowa, for, where that polls above ninety percent among Republicans. Among Republicans in New Hampshire, it's far lower. So I think Anthony made the point about changing demographics and younger folks coming through. You know, live free or die state. New Hampshire is more of a libertarian state. Mm-hmm, right. And mm-hmm. so the idea that government is saying you can't have an abortion, you can't do this, you can't do that. That's something that doesn't play as well in New Hampshire that it plays in Iowa, particularly in a caucus setting. So I'm not saying that Trump's not going to win New Hampshire. But what I'm saying is when you talk about the overall calculation of distrust in polls that's present everywhere there's this very bizarre unique set of circumstances in the first primary in new hampshire where the election will be decided by people that are not registered republicans as of today many of them mm-hmm. five thousand plus are democrats as of october and they're going to go in and decide and no one's talking about that. wins the primary in New Hampshire, yeah. and the media is not going to slice yeah. and dice like this. They're going to say, and the winner is, you know, but, whoever it was. Well, but, but only can how many uh, folks that have won New Hampshire actually go on to win? Right. So we've had a lot of surprises that, in New that's Hampshire. That's true. And you've don't... also had a lot of winners. Yeah. yeah, you've had you've had places like Bill Clinton got, got Jed, got Jed Bartlett. Around. Jed Bartlett did that. <laughs> oh yeah, right. That's yeah. Not real. Bartlett talks about that's that to real. this day. <laughs> Um, we were going to make a point, Anthony. Yeah, I was. I feel like that to that point, only political like animals like us. Those are the type of people that'll switch parties and try to have that impact. So, as much uh, but, as they, but they're like that in New Hampshire. That's like the yeah. thing. Yeah, right? I guess that that is a good point. They are they're very much if, engaged. nationally. That's not going to happen. Yeah, yeah, but New Hampshire is more likely to happen. Yeah, than and they have this places. unique feature, this unique window to do this, where, where they thought there wasn't going to be a primary, right? Because of all the business on the Democratic side about. New Hampshire jumping in front of South Carolina. So there's no prime. There's nothing to do if you're a Democrat in New Hampshire. That's right. The, the, what happened What the Democrats are doing with New Hampshire is pushing them to say, if I want to make an impact, this is where I'll make an impact. Yeah, that's it. And they all want to make an impact, right? That's what New Hampshire's about. They picked the president. That's their whole thing. So how close does Haley or Christie need to get in order to say, for them to claim? Like, remember, Bill Clinton came in second or third in Iowa and he declared victory. And that's how he like, you know, how close do you need to get to Trump that will actually change what ha- what happens in other primaries moving forward? Well, I think Nevada comes after New Hampshire. And if Haley is I mean, if she wins, there's all sorts of momentum with that. But let's assume she doesn't win, which I think was the premise of your question. Mm-hmm. And it's tight. It's single digits. I think it's considerable momentum for her taking that into Nevada and then taking that into South Carolina. So it could be a real game changer. I mean, I think if DeSantis doesn't do well in Iowa and then he's fourth or fifth in New Hampshire, he's probably done right there. I think if Christie's third and he can get high teens over 20, maybe that gives him some longevity to get out of New Hampshire 
and move that forward. But if New Hampshire is a decisive Trump, Haley, Christie, that could be the field going forward, going into Nevada from that point. Whether anybody drops out or not, that could really be, here's your lineup going forward. These are the three contenders. Have yeah. we ever had a situation in our country where the presumed nominee at this point, obviously things can change, has not debated, has yep. not yep. Oh, yeah. campaigned? Absolutely. Really? There, there were years like, where there were no debates. There was a big chunk of time where there history? were no debates. Yeah, 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 Well, modern history keeps... How far yeah, do you go back yeah. and consider old, a modern the history? The older I get. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, that that drives me specifically insane. I cannot stand when people who are, call themselves Republicans or America First people call in and say, oh, well, Trump, it won't help him to, to debate. I don't care. If this guy is this, uh, you know, the guy that cares about America first, and he should be able to go on that debate stage and do what he needs to do. That is literally the reason he became president is because he was such a good showman on those debate well, stages. Well, hold so, on, hold on. I'll, I'll, I'll dispute that. He became president because he got more votes in the well, right yeah. states than the other person, right? Yeah, but it's because and, he did those debates. Well, but but those debates are still baked into this. They, they, they're still making an impression. Yeah. Right, so yeah. and I mean, look at his. What he needs though. to yeah. do is not debate and get indicted more. That's literally what the data the data tells you <laughs> will help him the most. Are there more amendments that can kick him off the ballot? That's right. Like, can he him. trade? Is there any way, like, if he's look, I'll trade you debate. I won't go to the debate, but hit me with a couple more indictments. Well, you know we need I mean? to make a law where you're required to do these debates. This it needs to be a law. We can't do this where both parties are saying we're above this and we get to decide what happens. That's ridiculous. Well, that, we, that, we have lost I, all control. It's, I it's ridiculous. Agree, I do agree with you that I want people debating. Particularly if it's Trump Biden, I want them debating, and both sides would probably be happy not debating at that. Okay. And we need a third. We need RFK or whoever else. These, these people. Yeah. Now he, is he polling? What does he need? Fifteen percent. The, the commission on debates. Yeah. Yeah. The commission. Well, he's over that. He, no, he's not over that in a three-way poll, is he? I I think I the last poll that came out was like twenty-six percent. No, that's what he out. he was. Was that a poll you conducted? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That yeah. Is that of the people in this room? <laughs> Like, well, I know New York Times put out a poll. I think it was last month that he was polling uh, over twenty two percent in and, a three way. Yeah, and uh, between Trump, Biden. Well, that and, would and qualify. I that would get him on. That's that, true. Yeah. That gets yeah. him on. Yeah, and then there, a great talk radio thing. And by the way, all of this is up for discussion. Eight five five eight three nine twelve ten is you know the impact that will have. Right, the impact uh, an RFK Tennessee would card. have. Yeah, I mean everyone. I think. Makes makes the assumption it'll mostly pull from Biden. I'm not sure no, that's no. you know. He's going to pull more from think, Trump. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it could be a combination. Yeah, but you know, you seven know. states. We're going to find out. I oh, think no. I, that's I, right. States that matter. Whoever is third party, whether it's this no labels or RFK, I just think they have a better shot than than they usually do. Just because people are so sick and tired of Trump and Biden. I think Trump and Biden. People who even really you know call themselves supporters. I think it's going to be hard for a lot of them to get out of their house and vote for those people. I mean, the problem is if you have RFK and no labels, now... It the, splinters it so much. Then, it may yeah. splinter it so much that neither makes the debate stage. Yeah, that's true. Right? It's, it's sort of like, knock them off, kind yeah. of the idea that we're talking about with uh, Christie and Haley, right? Yeah. Like, what's, what's best for those that want to see Trump lose is to not have both of them in the race. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. 
Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Right? No question. Exactly. um, Consolidate around one. And I'm sure each of them are spending all their time in New... They're probably not even in Iowa, right? If you're Haley and Christy, you're I basically focused Haley, on New Hampshire. I don't think Christy or... Christy's not gone to Iowa, and I don't think... Uh, if Haley went there, it was you know maybe a couple years ago to go to one of the state fairs. She hasn't been there as a candidate because it's not a winning proposition. And now you could say if you get blown out, I didn't even campaign there. I didn't even participate. Right. I focused on the first primary, which is yeah. New Hampshire. Do any of you guys like Nikki Haley? Well, what do you mean like Nikki I like Haley? her resume. I just yeah. can't stand how she's a warmonger. I don't understand how more people don't just. I I I just don't understand how people can't see that. You think she's really? Yeah. I think about yeah. that. Yeah, she is a total warmonger. She constantly talking. I mean, Vivek. I as mean, much I, as Vivek's a wild card, he really called her out when she couldn't even name areas of Ukraine, and she's just pleading well, that we you, need to are send you all an our isolationist. Money. I mean, that's uh, you're you're suggesting that she's. Because I mean, she's, she's not. Is she more of a war? I mean, maybe more than Vivek was saying, but is she really more? You know, I just think anyone in the system that long is someone who is kind of working against their own interests and funding the military-industrial complex. I'm trying to figure oh, out. Oh, I'm, oh, trying to, yeah, yeah. I'm trying He's to. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out who, who's the Direnzo <laughs> candidate. That's what I'm trying to figure it's out. It's RFK. I'll be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I can tell it. It was the yeah. tattoo on his arm that yeah. gave it away. <laughs> <laughs> that was our first clue. Yeah, we should have thought. All right, look, let's take a break. Your calls when we come back. Eight five five eight three nine twelve ten. Eight five five eight three nine twelve ten. Kevin O'Dowd, Anthony Mazzarelli sitting in for Don Stensland. Kevin O'Dowd, Anthony Mazzarelli sitting in for Don Stensland. Earlier, Jim Kelly was dazzling us with what I've known for years is his his Rush Limbaugh, his Levin, and I said to him, "Where's your Zioli?" He said, "I don't have a Zioli." I'm now told, Jim, is this true that between the last break and now you've picked up a Zioli? Oh yeah. All right, let me let me hear it. Okay. All right, Julie Army, let's do this today. 855-839. Uh, it doesn't matter. I'm not going to take your calls anyway. Don't worry about it. I'm just going to rant for four hours, and you'll have to listen to everything I say and like it. You'll get nothing and like it. That's unbelievable, Jim. Holy cow. <laughs> that That's better than your Levin. a few minutes right now. I'm... <laughs> Rich, but, it's it's great to hear your voice, Rich. <laughs> Gentlemen, how are you? Nice to see you all. As good as, as Jim Kelly is, I don't think anybody bought. Uh, there's only one Rich. You know, uh, Maz and O'Dowd, you guys are filling in today. You've been in the studio more times this month than I have, just for the record. <laughs> so it's it's so nice to actually be in person together. It's it yeah. is good. It's it my is... one December outing into Philly. It, well, oh, yeah, it's great. The timing's perfect. Yeah, yeah. And for us, I mean, of all the times we fill in for you, we've never been in the studio. I know. 
It's always been remote, and First it's great to ever. see people. By the way, this I've spent more time as a patient at Cooper than you guys have in the <laughs> oh. studio as hosts. Oh, just not for even, the record, we'll not never, we'll never catch you on that one. Right <laughs> <there>. <laughs> hey, but there's nothing better than that Cooper Jello. Come on, oh, oh, it's delicious. That's right. There's there's many Cooper patients. Yeah, there's, um, there's a few Cooper patients. Here, yeah. You know, guys, when you were discussing the 14th Amendment, Section Three, did you mention the fact that the word "president" is not in there? We did. We did. Okay, we did. good. Just checking. Yeah, we talked. We, we. I was counting on Tom to say that. He did. I, he did. He did. Yeah. Right. We right. talked and that and that it was in a prior draft. Yes. It was in a prior draft. You know, so often we have this argument about what was the intent of the people that wrote these things. That's pretty clear. Well, when you, it's pretty clear when you yeah. have a prior draft, right? Yeah. They Which, took it out of the draft. Yeah. It, so, it's on the studio floor. It's in the uh, director's <laughs> cut of the 14th Amendment. <laughs> it's the DVD I, box extras. I was making the point, Rich, that the, the 14th Amendment has so much substance in it that this is the like the thing no one knows about. This is the political cartoon in the Playboy magazine, right? Like it's <laughs> it is What's so Playboy? small. Yeah, so we're told by the way. <laughs> right, that's we, we our, don't know our, that for a fact. That's but... our understanding. Yes. Right? What, what, what's on the docket today for you? Well, I'm filling in for Dana Lash on her national show at noon today, and then I'll be on later. But it's an abbreviated show. I'm getting bumped for women's highlight and then women's jello wrestling. Actually, <laughs> later, Temple basketball, Penn State basketball, some nonsense like that. So. Yeah, if you guys need me, you know where to find me. Perfect. All right. Thanks, All right. Get back on the air. Do your thing. This has been a blast. All right. Thank Thanks you so much. Thanks Thank for getting me into radio, by the way, Maz. I appreciate oh, it. Oh, stop. As the stop. industry continues to really just do great, I really thank you. <laughs> I, from the bottom of my heart, thank you for getting me here. So a stagecoach was taken at the time, so I appreciate it, buddy. All right. <laughs> Good talk to you. Rich Zioli, he will, of course, be on this afternoon. Uh, he's going to fill in now for Dana Bash then. So Dom G will be here after us, and then Rich Zioli. Um, so there's no reason to, to not listen to 1210. Of course, Dawn Stenson will be back. Um, look, I want to switch gears a little bit, right, Kev? We want to switch to a story that I want to know whether people are excited about or nervous about. That it turns out the TSA is now going to pilot self-screening. In other words, you go in, you show your ID. It's, it's like the checkout counter at the grocery store. You, you show your ID, it scans you, it scans your bags, you put your bags on there, and then you go off onto the plane. So when, when you hear me say that, do, uh, you know, are people thinking, that is fantastic. I, I can get through security so much faster. It's a pain. Or do you say, whoa, this makes me nervous. This could exploit, you know, this could be, give something for the bad guys to exploit. So for me, it's, uh, it's panic. I look at this and say, no way. It's not working. At Walmart, Costco, Target, because they're all pulling back out of this game because of theft, because of people's inability to actually make the machines work, because of all the challenges with it. And people get in airports, and even if they're traveled before, they forget how everything works. They forget <laughs> what it means like to go through TSA. They wear their watches. They wear their jewelry. They try to put things through that don't fit. And, and it's shocking. Every time I go to an airport, it's like... Most of them have never been there before. Yep. And now we're going to ask those folks to check themselves on. And then, by the way, you're going to check on right before you go get in a fist fight over what seat you're going to sit in. We're going to ask <laughs> you to just in, form a nice orderly line and, and check in as, you know, like a gentleman and then just, you know, go for it. Then the bell rings and jump on the plane. I just, I'm, it scares the heck out of me. Well, to your I, point, it's, it's, I was ahead. just going to say, I was, uh, my last flight I was on, there was a guy in front of me going through security. He had a machete in his bag. Are you serious? What do you think you're, uh, I don't even understand. What are you doing? Like, 
Well, people I, are crazy. Well, here's so I, I had a similar thought to Kevin. In my worry is it doesn't make you faster. I'm not. I'm not too concerned that it makes us less safe. I just like you know they, they'll make it. I think about medicine, right? And we know that th- this is what you're saying. Things that we don't do often, we don't do as well, right? That's Volume it. equals quality. And yeah, there's some people who travel all the time, but for the people that don't. This is going to be just like the checkout line, which is a disaster a lot of the time. And by the way, I think the push for that and the push for this has to do with labor. This is a way that the TSA thinks they can get around so, a lack so of labor. So you have fewer uh, TSA security ga- guards there. Like if something comes up in the in the self-checkout, they have to have people there, right? Or they could be different places, right? So you could have... There's a, whatever your whoever the heavies are, like the guys who are going to step in when there's an issue, but the people who are like you know the nerds on the computers and stuff, because I don't think they fully rotate. I think the nerds stick around with that stuff. Like mm-hmm. they, I, I don't know. You can. I have saw them. that job description. Like the <laughs> level three nerd uh, for TSA. Is it's, that what you guys write in your job descriptions? No, 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 there's no, yeah, there's no nerds in healthcare. Everybody, every, you know, everyone you know went to med school is cool. Obviously, um, but the but that they you can have those people be remote, so the pool of people to hire from gets easier. You could you know outsource. You could and so my guess is there's a labor element to this. They keep saying it's a speed element, but like you're saying, I don't think I don't think people are gonna get faster. So the supermarkets and again the WalMarts, the Costco's, the way they're starting to pull back. Not only is it theft, which now they call shrinkage because you can't say theft, right? But they thought it was going to bring about all sorts of labor reductions. And what they're finding is all the challenges associated with people don't know the difference between an apple and a pear. So they got to hit the button. Someone's got to come over and help them out. Oh, I, I want to buy alcohol. I've got to show somebody my ID. The reality is supermarkets and other institutions are seeing just as much labor needed to help guide you through that process. And if they can't get it right at a supermarket, then how are they going to get it? Well, you go presumably once a week or so. How do you get that right? at an airport where most people probably go one or two times a year and it's panic when they're there. And now it's like, Oh, no problem. Just check yourself in. Go yeah, ahead. My Nobody's guess looking. is go ahead. there is a level of progress in technology that makes it work both at, you know, the grocery store and TSA. It doesn't seem like we're there yet. Yeah, yeah. Now you could, if you could spin off high volume travelers, this probably would be fine. I think you're right. Like if you had a minimum, if you had a, uh, like, you know, had to have a get some kind of card punched for the grocery thing. You'd be fine, right? The high yeah. volume people. I feel because I'm nerdy. That's why I'm allowed to call other people nerds. <laughs> level three. I feel perfectly. Yeah, I'm a level three nerd. <laughs> I feel perfectly comfortable going through that checkout thing, and it. Yeah. And I hate the fact they've turned them off. And and you know, I was in a, a a convenience store where they were all off, and they literally said, "Yeah, it's because our manager thinks it's." Uh, there's all kinds of theft. Well, to that point, I actually, you're all from Cherry Hill, I believe. I went to the Cherry Hill Target not too long ago, and all of the registers, I mean, they have one self-checkout person and like three of those open, and the rest, I, I think it's probably seasonal employees too, but the rest were all real registers and getting yeah. people in and out quickly. And I think just from an efficiency standpoint, that's a lot of this. Obviously, you have your wrongdoers trying to steal some stuff. Uh, but I think there's also people who, like you said, they're either scanning it wrong or they just forget. There's an item or two in their cart and they're just in a rush. There's so many people behind them. They took something and they didn't really mean to. And it's, you know, it's stuff like that's going to happen. But I just wanted to ask you too, the TSA thing, is that the clear program? No. No. Okay. No. So clear is not TSA, right? That's an independent yeah, company. Yeah. Um, and when you go through clear, 
that is different than going through TSA pre-check. You can have both. Clear I, I ultimately puts you, from my understanding, puts you faster in front of others in the normal line. Oh, okay. Whereas TSA pre-check is its own line. Yeah. Because you yeah. have more like goodies they offer you at TSA pre-check, like don't have to take your shoes off. Yep. 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 Like yeah, exactly. some of the computer stuff. And obviously the technology is all different because I have, still haven't figured out. Like, when I have to take my computer out, when yeah, I don't, because it has to do with what the machines are. Well, and I don't even go a ton, but I try to know the rules all the time, and then it's like one person tells you you have to take them off, the other tells you you don't, you get up to the machine, yeah, you have to take them off. It's and like, different airports well, that's why, different you know, things, when so. you go, so at Philadelphia Airport, like, I have TSA pre-check, I know, Kev, you have TSA have pre-check, pre-check too, yeah. um, that when, you know, s- Terminal C security is dedicated to pre-check. If you go to B and you have pre-check, they hand you a Petri dish flyer that has just been handled by a million people that Yummy. you wave to say you're pre-check so you don't have to take your shoes off, right? So it's a little bit of a... It's a perfect system. <laughs> it's a per- yeah. <laughs> I need to... Do- but look, I need to dive into something. And obviously, anyone weigh in how you feel about this TSA doing your own pre-check, 855-839-1210, 855-839-1210. But I got to weigh in. Where do you live? Where What, what side of the river does... Because I'm going to guess it's the Philadelphia side. I, yeah, I live in the city. You know how I yeah. know that, right? Because the idea that you just clumped that, well, you guys are all from Cherry Hill, right? Like, <laughs> you're from New Jersey. Like, everybody's from Cherry Hill, right? Like, that if Cherry Hill is like analogous to Philadelphia, right? Yeah, like, that's yeah, true. Yeah, you guys are from Cherry Hill, it, right? It was so hurtful. I just kind of turned it off. You know, I mean, yeah. you're taking it on for me, but I just felt like I wasn't going to engage. Unbelievable. Yeah. I'm that's sorry. Funny. Yeah. I, I assumed. I'm sorry. I... And when in, in, in reality, all four of us live in Cherry Hill. No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. None of us, none of us live in Cherry Hill. Not there's anything wrong with it. I live in a community um, called Level Three. That's right. Oh, oh, someone wants to weigh in. I want to give him a chance to do so. Hey, Phil in Philadelphia, you're in the Don Stenson show. Hey, hi. How are you? Excellent. All right. Well, I am a TSO or Transportation Security Officer at Philadelphia International. And Excellent. if you want someone to, yeah, if you want someone to explain it. Please do. Uh, this program is only going to be offered for people who are pre-check. Huh? Pre-check. Pre-check is a program where you have to give the, the TSA, the government, more information so that you're like a trusted traveler. We know who you are. So this is going to eliminate what's known as the pre-check line or supposed to. Um and so the regular, everyday traveler who doesn't travel very often will still go through the main checkpoint the way most people are used to. This is just for, like you would say, high-volume travelers who know what they're doing or supposedly know what they're doing and can use the self-checkout uh, to kind of kick out people who uh, know what they're doing, can go through on their own and, and go on their way. Although I have my suspicions that it's going to be just like you're saying with Target, it's going to no, be. No, but, but you do address one thing, and we appreciate the clarification, which is, hey, you know, you're kind of recognizing volume equals quality. So your first slice of doing this is going to be just with uh, higher volume. Yeah, pre-check people, only, right? Oh, I had another question for him. Yeah, I wanted to ask him. Oh, um, I wanted to ask him where the security, uh, the TSA agents are, like. Er- 
you know, close to those kiosks. I wanted to ask him they... what's the craziest thing he ever oh, stopped yeah, someone from bringing across. Oh, yeah. I think he might drop, though, when he said it'll be a total mess. That was the last thing he and said. And I want to ask him why he thinks that, too. And I think he's going to say the Kevin O'Dowd yep. explanation. Yep, exactly. I think it's only, it's in McCarran in Las Vegas, right? Isn't that where this pilot yeah, is Yeah, that's where the pilot's going to be. Which but, is, it, uh, which... but it'll be big soon. It'll be, if they're going to do it, if Philly would be Philly and, and Vegas makes York. sense to me as a pilot because it is a a much larger bandwidth of sampling because yeah. so many people from all over go to and Vegas. And they're usually very calm people that go to Las Vegas, <laughs> and they're very well, that's the thing. they're very well rested on the way out. They're very relaxed, very I peaceful. Mean, <laughs> I can see nothing going wrong. I, I stand corrected. But if it, if it can work in <laughs> Vegas, right? That's like, it. Put it to the test. Right? That's right. Put, you got if it the, happens right, in Phil, Vegas, does it actually stay in Vegas? Well, we'll find, hey, uh, Phil Anthony is back. Hey, point. Phil, sorry about that. No Phil, problem. So, Phil, why do you think, what, what is your suspicion on why you think it, it may not work out? Well, because I, I go to uh, Walmart yep. like everybody else, and I was laughing. I may have been on the line when uh, one of your co Kevin. Said that there was someone with a machete in their bag. Oh, oh no, no, that, that was, was Anthony. Anthony Durenza, yeah, yeah. I, I, I can't tell you the stuff that I've seen that oh. people try to take through the checkpoint, and they look at you like, "Well, yeah, of course I'm trying to." I mean, I had a bag full of fireworks, and then I was like, "These are explosives." Like, you think you can go on a plane with this? And the guy looked at me like I was crazy. <laughs> so, what? you know, people either try to take advantage. Um, we get more guns at pre-check than we get anywhere else. And the, the reason I believe is because a lot of people join pre-check and they think pre-check means no check. Oh, so you're so, saying, so you're saying the, that what, that some of the most egregious things people bring on is when they're going through pre-check for the first time thinking they got to pass. Yeah. Yeah. I really believe because uh, more often than not more guns than I, I don't know about nationally, but from what I've seen in Philadelphia, more guns are got are, are taken on pre-check lanes than on normal lanes. Oh, that's, that's interesting. interesting. Yeah. All right, so so Phil, the the two two questions real quick. One, where are the people going to be? Like uh, like where are the people who are the TSA people? The TSA people who are going to be eyes on the checkout people. Yeah, well, honestly, <laughs> I don't know. I, I haven't seen the equipment yet. Apparently, it's all operating in Las Vegas, which. I don't know if you know, but Las Vegas is like what they call the checkpoint of the future. So they roll out all these technologies. Oh, in Las that's Vegas. That, that makes sense. Yeah. All right, and Phil, last question because we got to take a break. The single craziest item you've ever seen pulled from someone trying to travel through uh, through TSA? Well, we have tons of sex toys, which I always, you know. Uh, that's good. good. You don't even go. Yeah, we're good. good. We got good. it. We got it. Uh, we got it. Thanks, Phil. Let's take a break. When we come back, <laughs> O'Dowd and Mazzarelli sitting in for Don Stenson. Welcome back. It's Don Stenson's show. Kevin O'Dowd, Anthony Mazzarelli sitting in for Don. Happy to be here. It's been great discussion today. We appreciate it. And there's the holiday, the holiday music. It is the perfect time of the year to to really get into one topic. Now, Maz, I got to set the stage on this one because you've actually written a book. On oh. focusing on other people, and you did something in the last couple of days for the first time, and I'm so proud. But I want to know how it played out. So the I love the yes, I I am embarrassed. This is the first time I did this, but um, I it was the first time I tipped the uh, the the garbage 
person. Peoples. We practice this. The garbage <laughs> person. The trash collection person. And the and the <laughs> postal worker. Uh, I, I prefer person, but yes. <laughs> person that works posts. There you go. Um, we got to talk about that second one. Tell, <laughs> tell us about the garbage. How does, so, how, how does so, the garbage Because you do this all the time. I, I did it for the... Uh, how much do you give? Well, you go first. No, you go first. I, I know, tell the truth. Twenty per person. Yeah, I knew you did that, so I did twenty-five. Um, <laughs> so uh, I did do it, and I put it. Uh, I I literally, and I am embarrassed as someone who did write a book about folks and other people that I've never done this, but uh, I taped it onto the lid with it like kind of hanging over. That was your. You, you said you have to make it visible. Yeah, I go with the full ninety degree angle, so it totally flops down. So it's yeah, I didn't do that. Completely visible. And then how do you know they got it and, like, the neighbor didn't steal it? That's, that's, I was about to say no, that. It's simple. <laughs> in, in my neighborhood, it, the unspoken code is if your pail is back up next to the house in sort of the original starting spot, if they've taken the, the time off of their route to bring the pail back up, that's the hat tip. That's the thank you. No thank you cards. No one needs to say thank you. The pail just goes back up. Just that one week out of the entire year. And you had told me that. Now, do they do all of the... The cans or just one can? Well, the tip of that. in my town, it's now like super can. So the can is like, you know, the size of a bus. So it's one oh. can. So the, the, all both guys have Wait, to actually bring it back you, up. Seriously? Yeah. One super can? can? Super can. Yeah. All right. So the can comes halfway garbage. back up. Can't, no, all the way. All the way. Well, because that's what happened to me. I did it. You did it halfway? Halfway. But still, that's still the signal. You there was a signal. Not enough. <laughs> nice try. 25. Not enough. Double well, it was down. 25 each. Not enough. So I put 50 in year. there. It's not enough for them. Wait a minute. I look at my town. Look at your town. The market. Let me do, let me tell you why Why your town. Uh, I don't have to tell you what town. I can tell you one data Cherry point Hill. about Kevin's it's town. Cherry Hill. Thank you. <laughs> Here's the one data point you need to know. And I'm not going to even say what town Kevin lives in or my town. But when you go to ATM machines in Kevin's town, if you take out $100, you get 50s. In my town, you get it's all twenties is yeah. the highest number, which is why I can only bank on Saturdays and I have to go inside the bank. But you, right, you guys agree that that CEO like, life. If you yeah. want to know, if you want to know whose town's fancier. <laughs> I never. I was in his town. I went to an ATM. I couldn't believe. I said, "What is? What is this? I thought it was fake money." This was <laughs> like who? But the half what ATM gives up, out fifties? Halfway up the driveway is a full repudiation <laughs> of you just you know nice try. Nice down payment. Maybe for New Year's you can come back and finish the job. Maybe that's what they're thinking. No way. By the way, speaking of tipping, I got to admit, here's my dollar. I know the rules. My first time in this studio, that's, I'm assuming that's a swear jar. I can't see what's on the other side. Oh, yeah. yeah. And the the anytime, not even on the air, even off the air. I was off the air. You have to put a dollar in, right? Correct. Yes. All right. I I said a. Uh, I think I said gosh darn. I think was the curse. It was or, Dolly G. Dolly still, G. In this studio, it's still. It's I, still I will put there. You go. Counts. Counts. <laughs> Slam it in. American right. dollar. Tom Rubino, Anthony Welch. Thank you so much for being with Kevin and I today. Of course, Jim Kelly, um, Anthony Dorenzo. Thank you so much, and and of course for Rich Zioli for stopping by. So. And to Don Stenson for, for giving us the honor of, of sitting in this seat. We hope everybody has a fantastic holiday. No reason to turn the radio off 1210. Uh, there's a lot of great programming coming up. And, you know, um, Kevin O'Dowd, Anthony Mazzarelli, thank you very much. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 